man to man to man podcast doing it again live and kicking different types of subjects with honest opinions with no filter straight talking big men out here men with experience men with knowledge, men with knowledge. all sorts I'm here with Rome X I'm here with Dan aka K Dankwa this is a man-to-man podcast and i'm here with charlie who is a cryptocurrency consultant who has vast expertise in cryptocurrency has created crash courses for beginners and courses for more advanced learners and he absolutely drops some dimes in this podcast and you guys this is a must listen so enjoy so yeah charlie i'm really happy for you to be on this uh man-to-man podcast um i've been shown a few things about you and i really I was actually, you know, it's funny, before I uh, contacted with you, got in contact with you, I wrote down down on my um, paper, I want to interview someone who is in cryptocurrency. And then literally two days later, uh, my partner says, oh, there's this guy, Charlie, who who does it too. And I'm like, bang. So, you know, it's perfect timing. And um, I'm really happy for you to uh, be here and I appreciate it. And um, yeah, I mean, what what are you and i know you're doing so much but you know tell us what you're starting up in cryptocurrency in consulting and everything like that yeah okay cool well mate, mate firstly i appreciate you having me on so you know I'm, I'm grateful to be able to share this space with you and connect with you and with, with cryptocurrency i've kind of i've been i've been studying cryptocurrency for about over a year now and it's got to the point where I feel and I'm comfortable to, I feel I'm at a stage where I'm comfortable enough to help other people get on board because I, I see it as a really big opportunity, um, especially at the moment with the space being still quite early. Just using this as an example is that, you know, I, I think I put on my Instagram the other day, the, the price that the single share of an Amazon stock at one point was less than $1,000. I think at the moment it's $3,500, right? And a lot of these digital assets that you can purchase um, in the cryptocurrency space are at the dollar, right? And a lot of these assets, a lot of these projects, a lot of these applications, and a lot lot of the people that are behind them, there's some real, real value there. And Mm. if you know know what you're looking for, and you kind of can not predict the future, but you can see where things are going, and that... To, to a degree, it's kind of obvious where things are going now in terms of the technology and the um, the, the the need for uh, you know better systems in place, especially when it comes to f- uh, finances, financial systems, and stuff like that. Because a lot yeah. of the current systems are outdated, um, and I just felt, long story short, I just felt that for me, having been in this space and seeing what's going on and being able to benefit from it myself, um, in, you know, in, in multiple from 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 multiple aspects. 
I wanted yeah. to really help people get in, get on board because it can be quite overwhelming from the outside, looking from the outside in. There's a lot of information and there's a lot of things going on. But if, if, if I can actually break it down for someone to a point where they can understand it, then, you know, I, knowing that I can do that, I wanted to put something in place, a course or two, something simple where people can come in and learn about cryptocurrency and then, you know, not, not financial advice, of course, because by, by, you know, by no means am I a financial advisor. It's more from an edu educational standpoint. And yeah. I just, I want to be able to give people the tools and the education so that then they can actually go and, you know, proceed into that space themselves and then have their own experience, you know? Amazing. Amazing. I mean, how did you, how did you get into cryptocurrency? Like, what, what was you, what was you doing before you actually really stepped into it? And then how did it, like, how did it, just you know entrap you and just get get you how what what happened yeah it, it kind of entraps everybody to be honest it's like this <laughs> it's like this thing like when you start learning about crypto it, it can be quite quite addictive it's it's, yeah. it's it's funny but you know I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that but i think initially for me it kind of started all around march last year right when when this when this pandemic started unfolding yeah and for 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 me I think at the time, just naturally, when there was this frenzy on a you know on a vast kind of emotional level, where people had this you know they were having these worries, these fears of how this pandemic was going to affect everybody, right? So, you know, there were people losing their jobs and all this stuff happening. Personally, for me, like I actually ended up having the best year I've ever had in the workspace last year. Um, mm. I was in real estate. I was in real estate for eight eight to nine years. And last year was the best year I've ever had, interestingly, wow. Wow. Uh, from a financial standpoint. And the, the housing market where I was living at the time was booming. And I think it might even still be, funnily enough. Um, was, that in, was that in England? Yeah, yeah, in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, uh, in Hastings, um, okay. where, I, where I was at the time. And, um, but with that said, back in March, I didn't, I didn't necessarily know that I was going to have a good year. You know, that ripple effect really did get to me. Um, mm -hmm. where I was even having thoughts of, you know, just, just the worry about how this pandemic was going to, you know, impact me as well. Um, so with that said, I, I then took the time to just kind of just calm down and reassess where I was at from a financial standpoint, from a foundation standpoint, right? From a found, you know, from a foundation level. Um, yeah. And what I mean by that is just kind of looking where I was at from, you know, for this conversation specifically financially, yeah. where... I wanted to make sure that things were organized, things were in place, things were tight, things were secure, you know. Um, and that even went back to little things like where I was spending my money. You know, I used to do this thing where even if I had a subscription to something and I wasn't no longer using it, I wouldn't, I just was late, I was too lazy to even cancel it. Yeah, yeah. Like, ne yeah. like Netflix or something. Mm, so I was just, yeah. I was just, you know, in my mind, it was like, oh, well, it's only like £10. So I just let it continue to, to run out of my, out of my bank account but money's energy right so that's like an energy leak so mm. I, I went ahead and put all those things in place where i was no longer doing that yeah and i was i was um almost you know stopping those leaks and i just started to in, in that in doing that naturally it kind of led me to explore finances a little bit more in depth because i thought i knew what money was right okay and then i and then i came across the term fiat currency right and that's f-i-a-t fiat currencies yeah. and i'm not sure if you've ever heard of fiat currencies or fiat money 
but fiat, a fiat currency is a government issued currency, right? Okay. And we're talking the great British pound, the US dollar, um, you know, and there's a few other fiat currencies as well, but obviously for me, it was, it was the great British pound. Right. Mm, and I'd, mm. I'd never heard of this term before. Super interesting. This is what led me to this, this on this whole journey financially and with cryptocurrency. Okay. And in learning about fiat currencies, a lot of people who have never heard of the term or don't understand what fiat currencies are basically have no idea about the money that they're using on a day-to-day basis. Right. So, Basically, fiat currencies are government-issued currencies that used to be backed by a commodity such as gold or silver. Okay. Yeah. Now, that is no longer the case, mm. right? The Great British Pound is no longer backed by a commodity, which yeah. is very interesting to me. So then, my question was, what is it backed by? What, exactly. Why is it? What you know? What, why is it that we're using it? What gives it value? Now, fiat currencies are actually intrinsically valueless. They don't have any value. Money doesn't have any value because it's not backed by anything. The only thing that is backed by is um, government. You know, basically, it's backed by faith, right? Okay. Meaning that, yeah, me- meaning that the only reason that we use fiat currencies is because it's been made as legal tender. And legal tender is when a group of people get together, like mm. a government. Yeah. They get together and they basically make it law that this paper instrument can be accepted for all debts public all debts public and private right? so it, you know it, that means in, in you know they can just print as much as they want then basically that's what i was going to get to next right so knowing that fiat currencies can and are basically printed at will Whenever, mm. there's an, whenever there's an issue, they print more money. Whenever there's a problem, they print more money, right? Mm. What happened as soon as this pandemic started happening, what happened? Money was being printed. Furloughs, yep. all these other schemes, and mm-hmm. people just in their mind thought, oh, we're getting free money. When, listen, we know how these things work. There's no such thing as free money. And there's, as they say in, in, in investing, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah. And what's going to happen um, is they're basically going to ramp up the, the the tax percentages, and they're going to mm. take that money back from us. This, this, mm. this is how this is how it works, and this is how it's always worked in history. That the the, yeah. the taxpayer always foots the bill. Yeah. Right. So in just learning about that, and learning about fiat currencies, and learning about how paper money is effectively valueless, I kind of had this whole thing going on where I was like okay so if if i'm saving my money which you know is looking good at the moment but then they start printing out all this money which is going to potentially cause inflation that's going to basically make my savings become worth less yeah yeah, right yeah so at the time you know being in real estate i was i was potentially thinking about maybe buying a property you know my first property but then uh, there was a lot of uncertainty uncertainty about where the housing market could go right so i was thinking is this a good time to buy now should i wait and maybe the prices will come down due to the inflation is there going to be a crash in the market all of these questions and then it was almost as if it just cryptocurrency just came to me through the people i was connected to um some of the platforms i was with um cryptocurrency was was a thing or, or bitcoin was a thing and everybody's mm. heard of bitcoin people yeah. think that bitcoin is cryptocurrency but bitcoin is a cryptocurrency rather than yeah. cryptocurrency so 
that kind of led me to towards cryptocurrency, knowing that, you know, it could be potentially a place that I could invest my money and actually turn my money from something that's effectively valueless. And after putting it into something such as cryptocurrency can then give it some real value, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't something that I just jumped straight into. I was very cautious and very mindful about, you know, knowing that I had a certain amount of money that I'd kind of worked hard to save and build. I was very mindful about, you know, putting it into something like cryptocurrency, given that there was a lot of, um, you know, uncertainty around it. And a lot of people uh, were kind of, kind of initially last year, a lot of people were against the idea of cryptocurrency. It was like a you know, scam and yeah. all these, all these things. Um, but after getting involved and, and making a few little investments and seeing the investments do really well in terms of a return, I was thinking, okay, you know, could, could be onto something here. There's, there's obviously something going on here. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was, that was kind of how I got into cryptocurrency. Just, oh. just let, yeah, exploring different, different um, avenues where I could put my money into something that was actually going to turn my money in from something valueless into something valuable. Okay, so do you do you class yourself more as a investor or a trader? And whatever, whichever one you class yourself, like, do you feel like when you start up in cryptocurrency, do you need a certain amount of capital? Yeah. Um, or is it, is it is it a situation where you know someone someone let's say someone doesn't have a lot of money? Uh, to invest in it, let's say they only have like five hundred pounds. Could they, could they be seriously, um, could they, could they seriously invest their money or trade their money, whatever way you want to put it, into cryptocurrency and and make maybe not just you know not just um, make you know residual income, uh, make be it let it be their you know their actual main source of income. Could could that happen, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's it's important to kind of separate the investment part from the trading part because in terms of trading trading is actually like a profession in itself right um trade trading is something that i feel after having been in this space takes a lot of time a lot of will a lot of discipline uh, and a lot of skill to be able to then um you know jump onto charts and be able to read charts and read the movements of of some of how you know how some of these um currencies uh act right so in terms yeah. of like the, the price action so i wouldn't class myself as a trader i would definitely class myself as more as an investor even though it sounds funny to me because um, mm. i've only been doing this for like a year or so mm -hmm. um but having having um been in the cryptocurrency space for that amount of time i, I do feel that at some point and i have already been doing uh, i have, have have already sorry been putting in the time to learn charts to read charts to study charts to then possibly you know, become more of a, a trader than just an investor. Because yeah. as an, you know, to define an investor, there are different kinds of investors too. You have people that want to just, um, you know, people that want to be a value investor. They, mm -hmm. they see the value in something at a low price. Uh, they see, they, you know, they, they see something that they feel is undervalued. They, yeah. put, some, they put their money into it, um, you know, speculating that at some point, people are going to become aware of how valuable this, this asset is or this investment is. And in them mm. doing that and putting more money into that, when the price of that rises, you know, that's when my investment becomes, you know, a good investment as such. 
yeah, um, yeah. you know, and then whatever, and then you can take out your your profits from that particular investment. Um, so there's that kind of level of investing, and then there's other types of investing. There's 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 various forms of investing, um, but I think trading is if you if you want to get really specific about trading, trading for me personally, my my view on trading is being able to read charts. Yeah, you know, you know, you know when you see those those graphs with those um, those patterns, those you know, yeah. those squiggles. Um, that that is that is really you know professional trading is being able to read charts, knowing when to buy, knowing when to sell, right? On on a on a specific time frame. That's the key on a specific time frame. Whereas as as an investor, you know, and you can invest with anything you want to, whether it's twenty pound, thirty pound, forty pound, fifty pound, whatever you can afford. I would just encourage everybody to get involved to some degree, you know, because I think there are some real big opportunities here at the moment um, with, you know, as I said at the beginning, with how early we kind of are in this space. And we're yeah. not super early, of course, no, but no. we're not, but we're not late either. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah. If, if, if you're getting in now, if you're listening to this and you're even thinking about getting in, you're right on time because mm. it, it just is what it is. Some people are early, some people are here now it's either way it's a, it's a good time to, to it's, it's still i think as, you know from my point of view there's a lot of assets that i've come across that are still way undervalued really you know way undervalued yeah if you look at bitcoin um and you and you see the price of bitcoin which i think is sitting around sixty thousand dollars at the moment yeah and then you kind of learn about bitcoin learn bitcoin what bitcoin is and no, you kind of. I think personally, I see way more value in other assets than I do Bitcoin. And then when you look at those assets that fundamentally are more valuable, and you see, you know, you see the price of those assets, it makes you think. Well, is my is my money is it worth putting my money into Bitcoin, which is at sixty thousand, knowing that Bitcoin then needs to get to one hundred twenty thousand for my investment to double. Yeah. Right. Or this other asset, which I think is way more valuable than Bitcoin, is at twenty dollars. If I put mm. my money into this and it goes to forty dollars, my investment's doubled, mm. right? So I, I put a, I shared one, I shared an asset that I'm quite heavily invested in on my Instagram the other day. Just threw it on there as a little gem, you know. I just sometimes yeah. I throw st stuff up, and if people want to go and look into it, then they can. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't share too much, but I threw that up on there about a couple of weeks ago, and it was at seven dollars. It's now at fifteen dollars. Wow, so that's double already. Double your money already. And that's something yeah. that I'm, I'm quite heavily invested in. Um, mm. I think it's a really solid project. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think, I think um, there's different forms of investing. There's different, for, there's different ways of trading because you can trade on a daily basis. You can swing trade, which is trading on a, on a larger time frame. You yeah. know, some, peop some people will place a trade today and then they won't close that trade for like another couple of weeks. Right. Mm -hmm. Some people will place a trade today and then might close it by the end of the day. So, yeah. but you have to know what you're doing to do that. Because the one thing I will say is that the cryptocurrency markets are extremely volatile. Definitely. Meaning that they're so unpredictable just due to the fact, again, the space is new. You know, there's other things that can impact the price of an asset. There could be external things going on with, with um, you know, like in the news, something could happen to like a, uh, like using XRP as an example, uh, mm. you've heard of XRP. Yeah, um, they're going through a, a settlement lawsuit case at the moment. Um, that kind of affects things, you know, from a, from a fundamental point of view. 
and, yeah. and you just have to be you just have to be careful you just have to be careful never, never you know don't invest too much money don't invest more than you can afford to lose rather that's what i'd say don't invest mm-hmm. more than you can afford to lose be mindful be patient take your time when you're coming into this space and um and start start off with the basics start off with the fundamentals definitely you, do you think you could teach someone um or consult someone to be to 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 have to be a cryptocurrency investor uh, in a sense where let's say they had a large amount of capital and they want to double their money very quickly or you know could or they want to like maybe you know look at it as a, as a as a source of income potentially you know do you think is that is that your your forte um, of teaching or you just solely on this you know investment long term you know just doubling up just residual Type types of type thing, you know. What what is your what is your uh, specific uh, teaching skills? Yeah. So so my 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 mentor, you know, obviously I've learned from people, right? You know, you, yeah. you to you know I've been a student myself. I still am a student. That's the thing. Yeah. Like there's there's new things being built in this space every single day. It's yeah. almost kind of overwhelming at times, and it's quite difficult to keep up with because there's just so many projects and so many people jumping in and getting involved now. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing was at the beginning, you know, just being kind of the, the, the naive neophyte, if you like, I was jumping in and I was like, I just want to make as much money as I can. You know, I want to make money. I want to make money. And yeah. then my, one of my teachers, he said, whoa, hold on, calm down. If you focus on learning the space, the money will come. Mm. But the, 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 what you're learning in this space everything pretty much is to do with money you're learning money you're learning about money so if you just kind of put that i want to make money to the side and you know have try and try and build that passion for learning the space right just naturally and organically once you once you learn how to enjoy the learning process the money will come because you're learning about different ways to make money you're learning about different forms of money digital assets all these different things so that's that's one thing that I want I I would always share with people because as soon as he said that to me I just you know I was just like you're so yeah. right you're yeah. so right um, you know from from my teaching point of view I, I again I'm not a financial advisor I don't tell people what to invest in I'm, I'm never going to do that because mm-hmm. you know it, it's all it's all relative and I think my my approach to teaching people is I want to be able to actually educate people. Again, going back to what my, my mentor said to me, learn the space. I want to teach people the space and then give people the tools, all the tools. There's so many of them. I'll give them all the tools that they need in order for them to be like, okay, this is what I want to do in this space. Because the thing is, is that when you get into this space and you see how many different forms of digital assets there are, there, are, yeah. there, might, be, there might be things that might not interest you, but mm. there, might be, there might be other sectors that really interest you. You know, so I'm not I'm not here to tell people what to do as such. I'm just here to educate people. I'm here to show people how to how to get themselves in the space safely and securely, which is the most important thing, because there's one thing to buy cryptocurrency, but it's knowing where to buy it. Right. Where to store it, how to store it safely and securely, because you're becoming your own bank now. Right. Mm. That's a lot of responsibility. You're taking responsibility for your your all, all your funds yeah right so with that responsibility comes a lot of organization you know making sure that 
things are in place as they should be going back to what I was talking about at the beginning of my uh, this conversation when I was kind of looking at my financial foundation yeah. um, away from cryptocurrency knowing that I wanted to take that into cryptocurrency and make sure that everything was because that way then you're not you're not wasting energy thinking about oh should I do this should I do that you all your energy can go towards you know the learning and 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 you know trying to um you know make something happen in the space if that's what you want to do so yeah i just want to be able to educate people as much as i can as much as i can and give people the tools yeah. that, that they need in order to move forward confidently by themselves and then they can explore because that that's the beauty of it once you get in this space and you see what's going on and trust me there's some mad stuff going on <laughs> once you get in this space and you get and you see what's going on you can then decide what you want to do you know and if, if there was anything specific that anybody wanted to know I would, I would show them, I would teach them, but I'm not going to be that person who then tells them what to do or tells them what to invest in, because again, I'm not a financial advisor. So. Are you, um, you know, um, I don't know if you've heard of these other type of companies, which um, firstly, before what you just said, I just want to say that basically teaching people how to catch a fish, you're not giving a fish, which I'm always, I'm always like, yeah, that is, that is the best thing to do, you know, teaching someone how to fish because then they'll never go hungry. So exactly, exactly. That, if I tell if I tell someone to say, if I go right, guys, look, I'm going to give you a little gem. Invest in this, right? And then they go and put five hundred pound in, and then they yeah. hit me up a week later and they're like, Charlie, I've just made five hundred pound. I'll be like, Ah, oh, amazing! But do you know what you're doing? Exactly. They'll be like, I just made five hundred pound. Hmm. You know, so I'd rather them know what they're doing because if they know what they're doing, they'll make five hundred pounds. That's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing, right? They if they know what they're it. doing, they'll. If they know what they're doing and they use the information and the knowledge that I give them wisely, they will yeah. go and make five hundred pound. Maybe five hundred pound times ten. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So exactly, and that's way that's so much better than just you just giving it, giving it to them, no doubt. But have you heard of these? Um, I don't know if you've heard. Like, obviously, what's your opinion on like bots? And um, also these other companies that they, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that offer you, um, you know, they'll say, yeah, we're gonna, you, you give us like, you know, 300 pound, 500 pound, 1,000 pound, 20,000 pound, 100,000 pound. You're gonna have it, you're gonna have a certain daily return. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, but their percentages are crazy high, like 20% fees and, you know, they'll yeah. charge you when you put money, they'll charge you when you're taking out money, they'll charge you left, right, and center for everything. And you know, what would you what do you what do you think about bots and, and these types of companies in, in cryptocurrency? Like what what's your opinion? I'd say that I, you know, I, I appreciate and I'm not ignorant to the fact that a lot of people were busy. A lot of people have busy lives, they lead busy lives, you know, they're working nine to five, they have children, they may not have time to to spend a lot of time in this space and learn everything that needs to be learned right mm. so a lot of these companies they're, they're you know they basically give people the ability or they, they, they give people the exposure to, to to be able to invest in in um different assets by you know taking their money and you know trading for them right mm. now that's great and you know for some people that may work however i would say I would say with what is what's going on now in the cryptocurrency space is that there's a sector which is called decentralized finance right okay. and decentralized means private it means um you know 
private, sovereign. You can basically use a decentralized application without having to give up your name, your number, your email address, all that stuff. You're able to go and transact in a private manner. Okay. Yeah. And, that, and that is what cryptocurrency is, is all about, really and truly. That's what it was kind of like founded upon. And I think majority of the people in the space are really working hard to maintain that and make sure that we don't, we don't lose that. Um, and because of that, you're actually able to now get access to a lot of these things that say middlemen, such as what we just spoke about, those kind of companies that are the middlemen between you and, you know, investing, you're yeah. kind of able to push them to the side. And there's, there's already applications that are built that you're actually able to put your money into and the application will do that for you mm. for, way, for way less money. You know, mm. there isn't, there isn't a middleman who is potentially, you know, you know what humans are like, right? We, we tamper with things. We, we mess around with things. We make mistakes. It's human nature. But when we're dealing with some of these really, really well-developed applications, which are run on smart contracts, um, which is like pre-written code, so everything's already already predetermined how it kind of works. Yeah. Um, when you're working with these smart contracts, you're able to really simplify your asset management and your and your trading, where you can use. Um, I'll share I'll share a website now, a website called Token Sets. Right, kind of works as as the same as like a, an ETF, where you can say you know as an example, if if you were kind of aware of decentralized finance and the sector itself, and you you were you really liked the idea of it and it was something mm. you wanted to invest in, but then you didn't really have the time or the will or the, you know, you just couldn't be bothered to really go and do your research. You could use um, token sets, put your money into token sets and it would do those things for you. Right. So it would give you exposure to um, a list of different assets under one token and it would, yeah. it would, tr it would trade it automatically for you. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like a trading bot to a degree. Now, bot, bots are cool. There are, there are loads of different bots. I've used a trading bot before, um, funnily enough. And just from my own personal ex personal experience, I used a trading bot when I first got into crypto. Yeah. I used a trading bot and over the, I put I put a thousand pound in, being transparent. I put a thousand pound in and over the course of six months, it made me a thousand pound back, right? Mm -hmm. And that was because I was being lazy. I was doing other things. I was busy and I just, I wasn't. Is this profit? Did it make you... Profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made a thousand pounds profit over the course of six months, right? Yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds great, sounds cool. However, when I really took the time to get into crypto and start learning about the space, and then start making my investments myself manually, if you like, mm. I made I made that within a couple of weeks. Wow. Just with certain investments because I, I got into the space quite early, right? So there was a lot of assets that, um, and maybe like. 25 to 50 dollars now when i when i got in the space they were like a couple of dollars mm. right so, so so you know if you if you put a hundred pound into um an asset when it's just below you know when it's half of a dollar all it does is need to get to all it does is need to get to a dollar for you to have 200 pound two dollars yeah. for for uh 400 pound four dollars yeah. for then 800 pound right so I made that without still really knowing what I was doing. I was just I was just investing in a couple of assets that I'd heard about, and you know I did a bit of research on. They look they look like good good investments. Um, I made more money in a couple of weeks than I did from using a bot, 
And then when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm not using the bot anymore. So I took the money out of the bot, put the money in several different investments. And then, you know, I've just watched it continue to, you know, do hopefully. Well, I'm always, you know, looking for new things to invest in and taking profits and stuff like that. But there's some things that I'm holding on to long term. Um, mm. an, an example would be Ethereum. I think Ethereum, yeah. even at uh, $2,500, which it is at the time of us talking now, is yeah. still way undervalued for what it is. <laughs> And its yeah. use case. Um, seeing Bitcoin at sixty thousand and Ethereum at two thousand five hundred gives me um, a lot of uh, optimism on, on where Ethereum can go, mm. and that they're making updates to it. Because bef- before I even get into that, the thing about cryptocurrencies and and in comparison to fiat currencies, fiat currencies because they can be printed at will, they have an unlimited supply, right? Yeah, that, that's another thing where they don't really have any value. Now, cryptocurrencies, mm. not all of them, but some of them. Have a limited supply, right? Really? So, bit, yeah. So, so Bitcoin is compared to, they say Bitcoin is the digital gold, right? Mm-hmm. Because gold is scarce, and when something's scarce and there's supply and demand, it creates value, right? Mm-hmm. Like like diamonds, yeah. Even though, even though diamonds is a scam, um, someone can go look at that, but but diamonds are a scam. But <laughs> but Bitcoin. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Oh, have you, there's, have you never seen that video? They basically, what they did is they created this thing around diamonds and basically lied about them being scarce, but they're not scarce. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not scarce, which is super interesting. Okay. So they created this whole thing around diamonds, like they're scarce and, you know. Oh, to higher the value, to make it, yeah. Bro, crazy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, absolute yeah. scam. Like, sorry, wow. guys, if you've just gone and brought a wedding ring for your missus. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, diamonds are a scam. They are a scam. Okay. But, but cryptocurrencies are some cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin, as an example, is is um, has a limited supply, right? Mm. And its its supply actually decreases over time, which you know gives it more value. Mm. So you know it's 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 a really interesting concept in terms of you know things having a limited supply. Um, it's what it's probably one of the reasons why Bitcoin has done so well, um, among you know, along with it being the first cryptocurrency to be created. Um, and Ethereum at the moment has an unlimited supply, right? So you could look at that and think, well, you know, it's maybe maybe it's not as valuable as Bitcoin. However, they are making updates to Ethereum, which over the course of the next year is going to basically make Ethereum a, a limited, you know, Ethereum is going to have a limited supply. Mm. And and the way that they're gonna, um, the way that they're gonna you basically, when you're making transactions on the Ethereum network, the way that they're gonna do it is so that Ethereum is also gonna decrease. The, the amount of Ethereum is gonna decrease over time as well. So it's actually effectively gonna become more scarce than Bitcoin, right? Mm. So when I got into cryptocurrency. Being honest with you, when I got into crypto, Bitcoin was at 4K, right? right. And and I was so tempted to buy one. Wow. But, at, but at the time, I didn't, I wasn't really comfortable with, with the lack of knowledge that I had in, in, in making mm-hmm. that size of an investment. Um, so I didn't I didn't do it because I knew I needed to learn more. And as I learned more, I had to, I bought some Bitcoin, but I actually ended up selling it, funny enough. And I put all of my money from Bitcoin into Ethereum. Because because I at time Ethereum was when I first bought my first Ethereum, it was seven hundred dollars. Okay. And then I just and then I just kind of dollar dollar cost averaged in from between seven hundred dollars and a thousand dollars, 
and then that was it. I didn't buy any more after that because I, I had mm. enough that I wanted to buy after that. And then ever since, and I've just been any money that I've been making, um, I've just been basically putting into other assets. So yes. yeah, Ethereum is equivalent to Bitcoin in a sense of it being also being a store of value. When most mm. people get into cryptocurrency, they naturally either go and buy Bitcoin or they go and buy Ethereum or they buy both, right? Yeah. That's their first move. And then they go from there and then they start to like, you know, diverse their portfolio, if you like, and, and start to put money into other assets that are of interest to them. Mm. So, yeah. That's oh, interesting. It's interesting what you're saying. You know, um, do you find, I mean, I don't know if you've um, looked into stocks or anything like that, you know, but um, obviously that the, the, the cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency being so volatile, um, could you see yourself, you know, investing in stocks and what, you know, or is this such a, a lucrative, um, cryptocurrency is so lucrative that stocks are not really necessary for you at the moment or, you know, or maybe, you, maybe you've invested already. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, cryptocurrency is where it's at, man. Cryptocurrency yeah. is where it's at. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the stock market. Um, mm. A lot, a couple of my friends who I did classes with recently, after them, after me doing, you know, going through some really, uh, I, I I did a class with my friend who has been invested in stocks for a while, and he he knew nothing about cryptocurrency. Then when I took him through everything that I knew, literally everything that I knew, and I showed him all the decentralized finance stuff, which if, if nobody's aware of what that is, it's basically a financial ecosystem that has been built on top of blockchain technology and it's completely mm. private, right? So there is no bank, there is no middleman, there yeah. is no any of that that you find in the traditional uh, financial um, sector. You know, sector. Yeah. yeah, it's basically just peer, it's peer to peer. So it's just you interacting and transacting, which gives you the privacy um, being anonymous gives you the ability to basically go and um, go and access financial products such as lending, borrowing, um, you know, getting interest on your assets and stuff like that, like you would with your putting your fiat currencies into a bank such as Nationwide or Santander, et cetera. Yeah. You're, able, you're able to do that on chain, on the blockchain, which means at the click of a button, without you having to give up any of your information. So that means you won't be discriminated by, you know, your your background, your race, your, you know, your skin color, your, whatever it is, your, your job, how much how much money you make a year, you know, mm. all these things that happen to people with 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 banking, you know. Well, aren't they now asking, for, aren't like Binance and um, Coinbase asking for uh, passport details and, um... Aren't they asking for more details now? I believe. Um, see, see, Binance is centralized. Mm. Binance isn't decentralized because as, as, soon, as soon as you engage with a uh, a platform or an application that requires you to give your name, email address, etc., it's not decentralized. Decentralized means completely private, right? So, as an example, I. Um, now becoming my own bank, right? I'm becoming my own bank. Yes. And I have assets that I have or that I'm holding on to that I want to be able to put somewhere safely and securely and get interest on those assets, <laughs> right? And I can do that through using a cryptocurrency wallet, 
which is completely private. Only I have the keys to it. And that is my gateway between myself and the application. Yeah. So, so you do everything through a wallet, right? Mm. Now with your wallet, you get given a, pu uh, a public address, yeah. which is the address you give to, I would give to you as an example, if you wanted to send me yeah. cryptocurrency. Yeah. And you yeah. also get given a private key, which, yeah. is your, which is your key to access your, your wallet and your funds. Okay, yes. so that is decentralized. Centralized is um, giving up your information, which there isn't anything wrong with that. I'm not saying there's mm. anything wrong with that, you know, but decentralized is the future for sure, because I think people are now wanting to transact in a private manner. And there's, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that either. And we should be allowed to do that. Well, what about those who are trying to... Um... Uh, money launder and I don't know you know, I don't know if you know about things but you know yeah. people that are money laundering through uh, these types of um, wallets and stuff like that yeah I mean I'm I, I don't know about any money laundering going on to be honest with you but yeah uh, you know I, I guess you know it, it's it's something that's always happened and it probably regardless of what goes on in the future it's something that's going to continue to happen naturally right mm -hmm. people do it um I still believe just from my own personal, you know, from, from my, 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 my own opinion and my own personal point of view, I still yeah. believe that I, as me, should be able to spend my money where I want to, how I want to, without anybody else knowing. 100%. 100%. Because it's my money. Mm. And what business is it to these external whoever of how and where I spend my money? It's not. Mm. it's not and that's the and that's the beauty of of uh you know decentralized um transacting you, you're able to actually you know start moving around in the cryptocurrency space being able to keep your um you know being able to maintain your uh you know being maintained being anonymous basically mm, no I, I i completely agree with that because you know there's enough um monitoring as as it is you know, exactly. we monitor 24-7 on the phone and everywhere else. Well, especially in the UK anyway. I don't know. I'm not sure about where you are in Mexico, but definitely here. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, having that freedom of, you know, not being watched, not being, you know, information not being utilised and people not knowing who you are, like, just like what you said with, they can discriminate against you. They can use use reasons to not allow you to, you know, get on the platform, et cetera, et cetera, which is, um, I, I prefer... And um, you know, it's um, it's it's really good information that you're you're, you're telling us right now. To be honest with you, and um, obviously we met through um, spiritual spiritual circles and everything like that. Are you still? Because mm. um, obviously, you know, people might think, oh yeah, you're just like crypto guy. Blah, 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 blah. You know, <laughs> are you still like? <laughs> you know, are you still like in like? They're not entrenched because I don't, I don't know you that well. But are you still into? The spirituality and everything like that and how do you and how do you and how do you like relate because you know i look at business as spiritual i think it's i think it's just you know all journeys are spiritual regardless of what 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 it is and um you know how do you correlate the the crypto spiritual to how do you correlate it all together yeah i mean i'm 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 full spectrum i'm full spectrum i'm 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 on a i'm on a spiritual journey um, we all, we're all on a spiritual journey, whether we're, we're aware of it or not. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here to experience life and I'm here to create a life that I want to experience, right? 
So yeah. in, in, in doing that, I feel that, you know, the financial conversation is, especially in the spiritual communities, is something that kind of gets forgotten about. You know, mm. it's, it's almost like sometimes we look at money because of the stigma around it as almost as if it's a, it's a bad thing. You know, there's, it's almost as if, you know, once you once you hold on to, to um, a 20 pound note or something, it's like, it's almost as if it can be seen as like dirt, you know, drug money, yeah. all those other things and stuff like that. But yeah. the fact is money, you know, f- money is energy, right? Money is used as a medium of exchange, right? As human beings, we exchange, we exchange, um, you know, services for currency, for current, right? And, and for me personally, like I, I want to be, I want to be, I, I see cryptocurrency as a way to be, I see spirituality and cryptocurrency intertwined through the sovereign and privacy aspect of it, mm-hmm. right? Because I, again, I, I personally feel it is my human right to be able to transact in a private manner. I should be able to do what I want with my money without anybody else interfering. So plain and simple, no excuses. There shouldn't, you know, there, there, there isn't any reason as to why I shouldn't have that um, that freedom to do that, you know. Mm. Um, and I think that being on this on this journey and knowing how money works and knowing what money does for you, money gives you freedom. Money gives you the ability to do whatever it is that you want to do. And being honest with you, mate, I want to do whatever I want to do. Right? Mm. And if yeah. I want to work all day, I'll do that. If I want to go and take a day off and spend a day on the beach, then I'll I'll, I'll do that. Um, and money is going to give me the and money will give everyone the freedom to do that, right? Yeah. So yeah. some people some people aren't bothered by money. Some people are happy to have a certain amount of money, and that's cool. But I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what I desire. I know what I can have. I know my power. I know that you know I can create my own reality, and I see cryptocurrency. And not just cryptocurrency, but there are other you know opportunities out there. But I see cryptocurrency as an opportunity to be able to get into something and learn about something that I'm actually really passionate about while it's still in its early days, yeah. right? And knowing that it's in its early days and using the internet boom as an example, when the internet was at its kind of first stages of, you know, one computer being able to communicate with another, or yeah. you know, the, you know the days when we used to have the dial-up internet. Dial-up, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mum, your mum would be like, "Get off the computer! It's costing me a pound a minute." Costing me, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or, or whatever. You know, back back in those days, we had no idea of how the internet was going to be, how the internet was going to evolve and be integrated mm-hmm. into our day-to-day, um, day-to-day lives, right? So. Yeah. Knowing what I know in terms of cryptocurrency and blockchain and how the adoption of this space is going to be huge, right? It's going to play a big part in, in how we move forward, especially um, in the financial, from a financial aspect. I see it as a real opportunity to, to get involved now, learn the space, make some smart investments and naturally, you know, make, make some money because that is the goal at the end of the day. Um, but also not forgetting to enjoy, enjoy the, the process of learning the space, right? Because, sorry, I, I missed my point. The internet boom. Think about when people were, you know, people who had their people who were quite savvy and had their wits about them, right? They would get onto the, onto these, um, uh, they would get onto their computer, and they would go and buy domains. 
that would go and buy www.food.com, www.restaurant.com, www.hotels.com, www.sex.com, whatever, you know, something that they know is going to sell in the future, right? I guarantee they were buying those domains at $20 a domain, Mm. www.blue.com, black.com, white.com, right? Mm. If you go onto Google and you look at how much some of those domains have sold for, that tells you all you need to know. Wow. So you're saying, you're saying Bitcoin is the equivalent of the boom of the internet. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because um, blockchain, which is the technology that cryptocurrency uses, is Mm. another layer of the internet. The internet is in layers, right? So the first layer of the internet is the Ethernet, which is communication between one computer and another. Yeah, with a wire. With a wire, right? And then there's a next layer where there's multiple computers without mm. having wires are able to communicate with each other. Mm. And then there's another layer where there's actually data that is actually able to be accessed on this web, right? Mm. Blockchain is another layer. Jesus. Wow. How have you learned all this in one year? You've seemed like you've incorporated so much information in space. Of uh, a year. Yeah, if you ask my part, if you ask my partner, she'll say to you, he's on it all day, every day. Is it? Just constantly just looking, reading. Constantly. It's, it's, like I say, it's never ending. And again, yeah. going, going back to one of the guys that I learned from, um, he, you know, I said, I asked him that question, right? I was just amazed at how much he knew. And I was, well, mm. how, how, how did you, I was like, how did you know all this? And he just mm. laughed and his answer was spending all day, every day on it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I feel you. I, I'm, I, I believe you, you know, because yeah. you, you have to, you have to really put the time in if you want to, I mean, there's levels, right? If you want to earn mm-hmm. some money, you can do that by just investing in Bitcoin or Ethereum. Mm-hmm. People have done that. People, I know people that have no idea about cryptocurrency, but they've made thousands of just investing in Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. So you can do that. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you really want to, you know, get really involved, which I feel you kind of have to have a little bit of passion to do so. Yeah. You can explore other ways to, to, um, you know, to, to be able to explore other places to invest your money and potentially, all right, so I'll, I'll share this now. So I've just come across something recently where there's a, there's a, there's different bubbles that have been happening in the cryptocurrency space. So I don't know if you've heard of NFTs, but basically no, there's, yeah, NFT stands for non-fungible token, which means that when something's fungible, it's, it's able to be interchanged, right? So when something's non-fungible, it basically means like unique, one of a kind, right? So if you own something that's non-fungible, basically what it's saying is that you're the only you're the only person that owns that in the world to a degree, right? And having something that's non-fungible is what gives it value. Because if you if I have something and you have something that's exactly the same, and ten other people have the same thing, you know. Okay. Do you know what I mean? But if, yeah. if I have, but if I have that one thing, and there is yeah. only one of those things, that's that's non fungible, right? Yeah. So so taking that framework and bring it in, bring it into cryptocurrency and relating it to uh, using art as an example. Mm. Um, and what are, NFTs have basically allowed artists to tokenize their their art, their work, and, and sell it on the blockchain. Um, in a way that is basically changing the game. Yeah. So you can actually do it as a, as a music artist as well. You can, you know, these are things I I show people in my courses 
is if you're a music artist, if you're a, if you create music or you create art, if you create anything, you're able to actually tokenize it um, and put it on the blockchain for sale. So and how how does it get purchased? Is it is it the same way you know Bitcoin and Ethereum get get purchased? Is it is it the same thing? Yeah, yeah. So so basically, a lot of these platforms are, are built on the Ethereum uh, blockchain on the Ethereum network. Mm. People, you know, you you people would would be paying for your art in Ethereum. Um, there was this guy, I can't remember, I think his name's Beeple, but he, over the course of a certain amount of time, he created a different piece of art every day for like a couple of years. And then yeah. it ended up being into one art piece. So it was like square, 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 square. Oh, okay. um, like, yeah, so it sold for like 700 million. He sold it wow. as an NF NFT, which means that whoever bought it is the only person in the world that owns it. And it sold for 700 million. So, that, so that's, that's kind of like this, it's not a bubble. I wouldn't call it... I wouldn't call it a bubble um, to a degree because it is going to change the game for that sector, that kind of in those industries. But it, it did, it was a little bit of a bubble for a little bit of time because the prices and what some of these art pieces were selling for was just crazy, mm. crazy money. I'm talking millions, right? It's calmed mm. down a little bit now. Um, but the next thing that I'm looking at now and the next thing I'm seeing is virtual real estate, right? Virtual real estate. What, what, what is that? Yeah. So, so virtual real estate is something that I looked at initially, and I thought, you know, it's it's it's, it's like Pokemon, right? It's like games. It's for me, it was kind of silly, but the more I started looking at it and thinking about it, and thinking about how what they basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring with the technology and the adoption of technology, what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring you know call it normal reality real world mm. reality natural reality they're trying to bring it in with virtual reality and integrate it right augmented mm. reality right so what they what um, what's happening now is platforms are being created where you basically have access to the real estate all over the world and i'm not talking just talking houses i'm talking plots right i'm talking plots and, and, I'm, and I'm showing and teaching people this in my classes you can basically go onto these um, applications where you can then have access to the the world in a way that you can type in an, in an address, right? So let's just say, using it as an example, I could type in the London Eye, right? I mm -hmm. type in the London Eye. It will take me to the London Eye, which I'm telling you now has already been purchased by someone because they know what they're doing. Really? They can then, they, yeah, they can then buy the plot of where the London Eye sits, okay? Yeah in the anticipation of this particular platform becoming something really big, which you would kind of get an inclination on by the people that have created this, this application, the people that are behind it, the money that's been put into it already, and their kind of goal and what they're trying to do with this particular application. Um, so what, what would happen is, as using it as an example, is if I was to buy the London Eye on this virtual reality and I owned the virtual real estate and the plot that the London Eye sat on. Yeah. Knowing that these things are coming together, if the, if, if the London Eye or anybody wanted to then go and advertise, you know, something on the London Eye or using the London Eye in the virtual reality world, if I, okay. own, that, if I own that plot, I would get paid for the advertisement and the commerce. Wow. Right. And this space is early. So I jumped, you know, I'm, I'm very transparent about what I do, but I jumped in and I was looking at football stadiums, right? I'm a football fan. 
Right, yeah, who, who, who do you support? Chelsea, right? So the, first, oh. first, the, the yeah, sorry, bro. So the, the first <laughs> the first place I went to was Stamford Bridge, right? Yeah. Already gone. Really? Already gone. Wow. People, there's people that there's people listen. There's people that know what they're doing in here. There's people that, and and at the moment, I, I think on this particular platform, each each plot that is um, for sale that hasn't been sold yet is worth zero point one ETH, right? And this application was built two years ago. So at that time, 0.1 ETH was $20. So if you kind of, you know, it's difficult to say I would have done that back then because that application wasn't really heard of back then. It's only just been mm. kind of coming into, you know, everyone's awareness now. Yeah. But if you were back then, you would have racked up, right? So back then, $20 per plot. Now, $250 per plot. Okay, mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of really interesting places that people have purchased. Like using it as an example, I thought of Buckingham Palace. I thought I'm going to jump on there and I'm going to buy the whole <laughs> of Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, someone's yeah. someone's already done it. But what they've done is they've brought the virtual real estate and they've relisted it for sale for 200 Ethereum. Oh God! Because wow. they might I'm not saying they're going to get that, but they might be thinking, well, you know, if somebody from if if the royal family if blockchain crypto becomes that big as I'm anticipating it to be, and then Mm. this application becomes the place for virtual real estate, Mm. those, those people are going to come, they're going to be interested in trying to like look, look, right. So if, if someone, if they've, if, if this platform does become something big in terms of its integration and different, um, you know, different external things coming in to use it, Mm. right it's likely those football stadiums are going to want to try and get their rights back yes. to, for, for those, for those virtual realities. Yeah. Right. So Definitely. what I did is I went through, I went through a list of all the premier league football teams. And luckily I found one football stadium that I was able to actually buy a, a portion of, because these, these plots are like, if you wanted to go and buy a hotel, if the hotel was huge in terms of mm. it's like, uh, you know, square meters in real world. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't be able to just buy the whole thing in one go. You'd have to, you, the plots, which are like $250 are, are a certain size. Right, so yeah, yeah. An, an example, a football stadium comes in four squares, right? Okay. Luckily, I, I found a football stadium that had a square left, right? Mm. So I, I, I purchased it because I thought, well, given that blockchain and gaming and that kind of virtual world is, uh, uh, the, the integration is really strong there. Yeah, um, it's hap- you know I can see it already, and I'm, it's already going on in the space. I'm definitely. thinking, well, football stadiums are definitely football clubs are definitely going to get involved with this at some point. Mm. So I, I personally thought that was quite a good investment, given that if they want to advertise on the vir- if that platform does become a big thing, if they want to advertise on the virtual uh, reality, they're going to have to pay me if if all of that comes together as as I'm anticipating it to be. Amazing, amazing. So, that that is a that is ahead yeah. of the game. That completely went big ahead time. of the game. Ahead of the game. Big time. Like, ahead of the game. Big big opportunities in this space, and you know these are things I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting. I'm sharing in my classes. Um, got two classes. The first one is so important. Before you start jumping in all, all that stuff, it's so important to have a yeah. solid foundation in the space. First one is the onboarding process and the fundamentals, where I get everybody set up in the space as to where they feel confident and comfortable enough and secure enough to then go and invest in certain cryptos that they want to invest in. They know yeah. where to store them securely and they can they can be confident doing that. And then once they've done that and they're comfortable with that, we can then get into the decentralized finance, uh, mm-hmm. becoming, becoming your own bank, 
knowing how to take out loans, knowing how to get interest on your assets, exploring wow. uh, virtual real estate, um, wow. all these other gems, so many gems. You, you, yeah. you know, I'm telling you, that this is just scratching the surface of this virtual mm. real estate stuff. There's so much going on in this space, mm. Blow, blowing, blowing my mind every day. Um, there's a lot to learn, but you know, with with people like myself, and there's other people that are doing this too. I, you know, I learn from other people that are doing this too. I'm very grateful for those people, brothers and sisters. Um, they are also doing this in a way where they can, um, you know, help people save that time and not having to spend a year or two yeah. researching and, and losing money. Because I've lost money in cryptocurrency. Don't get me wrong, through trial and yeah. error, investing yeah. in different stuff, I've lost money. But yeah. you know, I, I want to be able to give people the the the, the tools that I I know work. Yeah. And the information I know works too. So I want to be able to give people the things that I want to prevent people from making the mistakes that I did by giving them yeah. the things that I, I learned during making those mistakes, you know? Yeah. No, I, com I, I completely. I, yeah. Sorry, I just want to help people, man. I just want to help people. Literally. I just yeah. want to, I want, this is a big opportunity for everybody. And you know, this is, this is our, this is people taking their power back. That's how I see it. Mm. People taking their power back. People, benefiting from an opportunity that comes around once in a lifetime because it's a wealth transfer you know yeah. we're, we're coming from these um financial system you know because what, what's happening if you if you want to know what's happening and where the, what where you should be paying attention to follow the money because yeah. re, re, retail investors big institutions are coming into this space now and mm. they're pump, pumping some serious money in. wow they're pumping some serious money in. they're buying bitcoin because they know fiat currencies are on the brink of inflation potentially right mm. they know if they keep their money in in the great british pound or the us dollar it's gonna yeah. decrease in value so they're using bitcoin as a store of value oh sure, yeah and then what they're doing from there is they're then looking at other things to invest their money into you know taking out you know going from bitcoin into maybe ethereum some other projects and stuff like that so you know i don't like to i don't like to give this i don't like to give this thing of where i don't want to tell people they're missing out because the the the, the Wait, it sounds like it though it does sound like it that's the it that's does. the thing that's the thing, the fear, the fear of missing out is very real. And you even get that when you're in crypto, you know, when you see some of these assets shoot up in price and you're not yeah. invested in it, you're like, ah, oh, damn, just missed out on that. But truth is you didn't miss out because, you know, it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't meant for you. But we are, we are at a time now where we're in the second quarter of the year and this is growing fast. Mm. This, this space is moving fast. These assets are going up in price we're in a bull market which means that we're in an upward trend yeah and maybe that's going to end at the end of the year and then we're going to go into a bear market which is a downward trend that could mm -hmm. be a time to maybe accumulate some more assets but it's also going to be a time when you're going to see if what you've invested in was a good investment because i think yeah. if, you're, if you're investing in solid projects that are going to stick around for the long term then regardless of a bear market they're still going to hold their value i feel yeah. Um, yeah. but this, this is a big opportunity and this is why I'm encouraging people to get involved now. Don't be intimidated. You know, me and other people that are teaching, we're able to break this information down and give you the tools that you, you need in a way where you're actually able to understand it and it's going to make sense for you. And it's going to excite you. That's, that's, that's going to excite you. It excited me when I was learning, you know, I, I hope from me even just sharing these things today, just giving people insights into what's going on in this space and how they can actually now take responsibility, become their own bank, take back their power, mm. you know, 
for, for anyone that should be an, an exciting idea. No, it's, I mean, you, you really sold me to be honest. So, you know, I mean, I, I have a bit of a crypto as well myself, um, but uh, the people that I'm doing it with, I'm not, like you said, like it's like a company, it's an external company that I've, I've, I've given my money to and, and the fees and all of that. Cause like I've, I'm into other things at the moment. So I don't really have time to jump into it. Bro, so, get, uh, your, get your money back. Do my classes, mate. Trust me. I'm definitely interested. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm definitely interested because the, uh, these guys, I mean, like it's just like six months to get my money back and then I have to reinvest. It's just, to me, I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. And yeah, cause, um, cause, cause the, the, the thing is, right, you, you, are they invest in crypto. Yeah. Right. This is, this is the thing, right. I'm telling you now, you don't know what they're investing in. Right? Exactly. You don't know how many, how much profits they're making. Exactly. Right? If you get your money back, take my classes, educate yourself, you will make way more money. You have the opportunity to make way more money than yeah. put, giving your money to them. Cause they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're probably, doing some nice things with your money right that you, that, that you don't know about i i know i i could I, when you when you when you literally said about what you've done in in you wait did the bot for six months and then three weeks i'm like oh my god yeah and that's not guaranteed for everybody because that just happened but, for but, me but i'm telling yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling everybody that yeah. if you put if you because cryptocurrency right is about putting the power into your own hands mm. so so don't let anybody else do it for you do it yourself and you will reap the rewards. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Definitely. I'm definitely going to have to check you on what you do. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. But I know you're in Mexico now, um, living it up. I mean, is it is it quite, um, what's, it, what's it like there? Coronavirus wise and lockdown? Yeah. I mean, the, the Mexicans, they honestly, Mexico is a beautiful place. Great people, yeah. by the way. Great food. Yeah. Um, great people. They are, they they're, they're strict on you know mask wearing when you go into shops and stuff like that, but okay. it hasn't really been an issue. I, you know I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm respectful. I don't necessarily want to wear a mask or agree with wearing a mask. In mm. the UK, in the UK, I'm a little bit more like rebellious, but so am I. Yeah, yeah. Over here though, I don't, I'm not fucking around. Um, yeah, excuse, yeah, yeah. excuse my excuse my French. Um, yeah. So I'm 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 very respectful, but you know in the streets and stuff, it's quite calm. You know. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean. Yeah. So, it's good. To hear, it's good to hear that you're out there. How, when, when did you go out there? By the way, what, uh, went, I went out to Costa Rica initially in February, and yeah. then uh, met my partner there. Then we came to because you're only allowed to spend three months in Costa Rica. Okay. Um, so we did, we did a little bit of touring, a little bit of traveling there. It's a beautiful country, honestly. It's such a beautiful country. Beautiful people. Um, yeah. We we want to go and explore there a little bit further. Spend some time there. Probably come yeah. back to Mexico for a little bit after that. Um, so we're going to be going to Costa Rica. Uh, next month and um yeah been been away since february now won't mm. be going won't, won't be going back to the uk until i'm able to go back there without having to mess around at airports or quarantining yeah. and testing yeah. and stuff like that um won't be won't be doing any of that so yeah i will be on my travels until that happens great stuff man great stuff i mean where can we find you where can we find you yeah, if any if anybody wants to, uh, if anybody listens to this and they want to contact me, um, even if it be anybody just wants to get in touch with me and have a conversation or ask me any questions, I'm well up for that. Um, get me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Charlie Sellens, which is S E W L E N S. My full name. 
I've got um, all my information on there in terms of my crypto classes. If anybody's interested in those, hit me up. Um, if people want to take both courses, there is a discount. Um, three to four hours in-depth information, everything that we've spoken about today, plus way more, way more information, way more gems. Um, but like I say, if anybody just wants to hit me up for a conversation, I'm, I'm, I'm open to that as well. That's great stuff, man. Great stuff. I really, really, really appreciate the time. Um, Probably you're welcome, man. Honestly, it's been so much information and so much stuff that I had no clue about and you dropped some gems and I'm telling you now, I'm definitely going to be hitting you up, honestly, because yeah, you, you, you've learned it. I know you only been doing it a year, but definitely seem like you know what you're talking about and um, you're trying to do, trying to help people, just trying to help people fish. And uh, I, I respect that completely. And, um, you know, um, I'm really, really glad you got to speak today and uh, thank you for your, for your time. Yeah, brother. Thank you, man. Well, you know, we can definitely do this again if we wanted to do another part two at some point. Yeah, um, there's way more we can speak on on this subject. But yeah, I appreciate you reaching out, miss. It's, it's honestly, it's great to connect with you again, man. Yeah, man. And definitely. Um, we'll definitely connect after this as well. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thanks. This is another man's man podcast. We'll catch you soon. Thank you. <laughs>